Hey guys, welcome to Level Up Rewind. These are throwback bite-sized clips for anyone that wants to tune in on the go. Yeah, so what do you notice if you don't get a good night's sleep? Oh shit, what don't I notice? <laughs> I guess um, like physiologically, like in terms of the, my body, um, my training is definitely um, subpar, like strength mm. I won't be able to um, usually get to working sets or working weights as easily. Yeah. Um, mentally, I struggle with focus a mm. lot. Mm. I'll just find that I'll burn out a lot easily. Um, short temper, short fuse, appetite goes up as well. Yeah. lots of things that you know, impact when you get a few rubbish nights sleeps. But what I will say is I'm usually fine with one night, right? Yep. Like poor sleep, it really starts to impact you when you accumulate um, rubbish nights over a period of time. That's yep. what impacts you more physically. One bad night's sleep, you can usually get away with it if you don't have like a huge sleep debt. Yep. Um, that's why like for, for, say, for example, if anyone um, lists, like is doing shift work in our future or previous episodes um, that I spoke about night duty, you know, you could stay up for 36 hours straight and still feel mm, fine, mm. you know, because you're going into those that stint feeling well. But yep. if you were already sleep deprived, you know, it accumulates and that's when it really starts cutting into your quality of life. Yeah. And, and one thing that I also just uh, reflected on as you were talking was I remember when I was younger and we would go out and have a night out and have fun. Or even now, if I go out for a nice dinner, have some laughs and, and do all that. And let's just say I got five, six hours sleep. My next day wouldn't be as affected as if I got five, six hours sleep just from like having a poor sleep. So if I'm doing something really fun and exciting and energizing, I don't get as affected the next day. Like, what is that? Is that psychology or is that like, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I totally, I totally mm. hear. I think people underestimate how powerful our mind is yeah. when it comes to those sorts of things. So, you know, I think we've all misloaded the barbell incorrectly and thought it was a lighter weight and all of a sudden hit a PB frictionless. Yeah, yeah. You know, if, if you're going out and filling the tank up, you know, social engagement, laughing, mm. having a good time, like feeling creative, like giving back to yourself. It's sort of like energizing, energizing you and worth it. And like, mm. you're like, okay, cool. I wasn't just like scrolling on my phone at 12 a.m. Yeah. Like, of course, I'm going to feel like shit. And mm. I think as well, like, you're probably not reflecting on your sleep being like, this is horrible. My day's going to be wrecked now. You're probably like happy that you did it. Yeah, yeah, spot on, I suppose. And then that's one thing about the um, when you're tracking your sleep and it comes up in red, like mm. psychologically, it's like, oh, no, I'm going to have a bad day, blah, blah, blah. So I've also tried to catch myself out on that and, and reframe and say, look, all right, cool. I didn't get my optimal amount of sleep that I would like. What can I do different tonight? Yeah. To change it. All right. I'll be disciplined. And instead of watching a whole movie, um, I'll just watch half an hour or something or not even watch TV. I'm just mm. using TV as an example because that's our new little thing. We've started watching um, Our Planet on mm. Netflix. It's like a David Attenborough spin-off of his movie or vice versa. And it's just so nice. That's what I've been mm. using to calm down, just looking at the animals in the water. There's mm. a the occasional animal that gets eaten, but I don't look because I hate all that <laughs> stuff. It's sad. That. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> oh, what was I going to say? Something I do a lot with my girls in coaching is um, in regards to bedtime routines and wind down sort of schedules. I do mm-hmm. a lot of education around sleep, for example. Yeah. Something I found was that I was sort of educating so much on sleep and how it can impact us and how important it is to have as a boundary that it was sort of going against some of the girls that perhaps they wouldn't get a good night's sleep and they might think, oh, well, like I'm going to be shit today in the gym, didn't feel yeah. So, so then I, I sort of had to come back and be like, okay, we're having another webinar. I'm going to talk about like what it actually means when you've had one bad night's sleep, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why I was saying it's a, it's an accumulative thing. Like yeah. if you have one shit night's sleep, you can usually still go in and crush it. Like if mm. anything, you might be more sympathetically like firing. You might feel like more energized with adrenaline. Yeah. Whereas like I said, it's it's like if you're getting time and time again, one, that's in our control, isn't it? Like when mm-hmm. we're eating behaviours, that's when it accumulates. Um, and true, that's when you might be like, okay, maybe I need a refeed. Maybe I need to tell my coach this is happening. Maybe I need to change training. Maybe yep. I need to, you know, do certain interventions. That's when those things come in, become important. Yeah, for sure. And it's definitely a quality of life thing. I mean, you need to reflect on, and we've spoken about this before, like a lot of people wake up, go to work, come home, they need to do things around the house, hardly get to wind down, aim to get optimal sleep, and then the grind goes and goes again. And that's not a good quality of life for a lot of people. So sometimes you need to compromise on one hour sleep just so you can do something fun, go out for a nice dinner, um, do something that you enjoy as well to get energized that way too. So it's really about reflecting on um, and fixating less on the amount of hours, but then also recognize the amount of hours that can allow you to have a beautiful quality of life too. Mm, Yeah, 100%. And I'm a massive advocate for naps. Like huge have you been having there. a lot lately? You know, I, I, I nap. Yeah. I nap. I always have. Like even with shift work, I've always napped. Yeah. Um, I just think it's a fantastic strategy and I don't know why society sort of demonises it. Even like a lot of the sleep researchers will like advocate having short periods of naps to sort of restore yourself over like say a coffee instead. So yeah. if I feel that like a wave come on and I've got that flexibility where I'm like, you know, I've got 20 minutes or half an hour, the, like the old me would have been like, oh, it's not long enough. But now yeah. I know it's like the perfect time. You can, and I'm great, seriously, mm-hmm. PhD and napping. I can fall asleep <laughs> in like 30 seconds. Yeah. I'll challenge Julie. I'll be like, all right, I'm just going to get 23 minutes sleep. And he'll yes. be like, no, you're not. And I'll be like, I'll show you. <laughs> and then I, it'll come off of my ring that I've, um, that I've had a little bit of a siesta. But it's yes. so, and I wake up and I'm like, I'm not groggy because it's uh, it's not a full sleep cycle. You just stay yep. in a light stage of sleep. Yeah. And I feel energized, like better than having a long black. And it just perks me up and it doesn't impact my sleep that night. Yep. Very good. And for those who don't have the flexibility to have a nap every day, um, you can definitely just remove stimuli. So let's just yep. say you're working in the office, um, go to a quiet area or even outside, you know, and just um, put your phone away and just remove the amount of thoughts in mm. your mind. So mm. quote unquote meditation type thing, breath work, or even just sit outside closing your eyes and, and focus there. So um, the less stimuli that we have in, the more that our body can rest and recharge without actually falling asleep too. Mm. So that's another option there. And it works so well.